0: traders happy monday to you welcome back to today's outlier live where we cover the biggest headlines of the day what the ai trading data has to say about it and if you're interested in that too be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and our top story of the day housing costs are now unaffordable so much so for a record number of renters in the u.s right i when i hear the story i can't think or i can't help but think about all these failures over and over and over since COVID. I mean, just just think about it, right? Everywhere we go all the time, all we hear about is the fact that everything is out of control. Inflation's out of control. Spending is out of control. Credit card debt's out of control. And now everybody's rent has gone out of control. I've said it before many times. If I were to be getting into my house today, I don't think I could actually afford the mortgage. My home price is more than doubled. Interest rates are more than doubled and some places tripled. And I'm looking at, at stories like this, and I'm thinking to myself, housing costs now unaffordable for record number of renters in the U.S., even if you weren't trying to buy a house and just to rent, it has gotten so much more unaffordable. I just saw this video the other day. This person was complaining about how basically everything in their life had gone up, right? He talked about how his uh, car insurance went from like $60 a month to 140 a month. He talked about how his apartment which he hasn't moved from the same apartment went from 1200 dollars a month in 2019 to 2100 a month in 2023 and it just went on and on and on and the problem that we have with this inflation that we're looking at right now the real problem that we have is the fact that we consumers actually remember we actually remember what things cost a few years ago if this inflation problem that we're dealing with today had taken more time. If this inflation problem had taken 40 years instead of four or three or two, then it wouldn't be so psychologically impactful to, to us, but we can remember, Hey, my groceries used to only cost maybe a hundred bucks a week. Now it's 250 bucks a week. That's what it's like in my household. Uh, My car insurance for two cars used to be give or take around a hundred dollars or so a month. Now it's $240 a month. And it's not just me. This is everybody out there. And I'm sure you've seen that as well. So put it down in the comments down below, which you have seen. But going back to this, half of renters in the U.S. are cost burdened, right? Let's look at the story here. It says, if you find yourself struggling to make rent payments every month, you're not alone. More Americans are having that problem than ever before, according to new data from Harvard University. The number of American renters considered cost burdened their monthly housing payment in the last, in the latest count from 2022, hit an all time high of 22.4 million, according to half of the tenants in the United States. So half of the people who are renting, half of the people who are actually trying to just put a roof over their head are cost burdened, meaning at least 30% of their income is being spent on rent and utilities. Now this gets even worse. And the study finds that more than half of those tenants So half of the 30% are severely burdened with over 12 million people shelling out more than 50% of their income on housing costs, which is another record high. Now, for these people, the American dream is all but dead. I mean, how can you actually expect to save for a home when you got to put 20% down and the average home price is over $400,000 now? So it means you got to come up with basically 80 to a hundred thousand dollars in cash to get into the mortgage. And the mortgage now is, uh, two to three times as expensive on the interest rates and the house that you were going to buy has pretty much doubled in the last few years. So your, your down payment went from like 40 to 50,000 now to 80 to a hundred thousand. And then your payment on that is going to be somewhere around, I don't know, $3,000 a month. And all of these people, the the real stat that really got me wound up after this was the study noted that the price of the U.S. rent has outpaced income gains for decades, but the share of cost burden renters grew across all income brackets in 2022. The findings showed the median amount of residual income left after paying their monthly housing costs plummeted to an all-time low of $310. That is sobering, right? all time low think about this in the 80s right in the 80s people had more money than this after they paid their rent in the 90s people have more, more money than this after they paid their rent all the way up until the last year or so people had more money than they did today after paying their rent and with everything else costing so much more i'm looking at this and i'm thinking man we're in a real dire situation here. I I am in the camp that we are already in a recession. I am in the camp that there is so much more broken under the hood of the economy, that those in power that they don't want you to know about because it's bad for their votes. But this is an all-time low of $310 after paying all your expenses. And it's an all-time high of the number of people who are financially burdened by their rent. The pain of high rental costs is far from over. Renters in 2022 were uh, were not only left with less money in their pockets at the end of the month, the purchasing power of those dollars has depleted. Inflation peaked at 9.1% in 2022, adding to a further sting to household budgets. The median asking price for rent is 22% higher than the same time in 2019 underscoring the significant price pressures renters continue to face, right? 22% higher. And that seems to be on the low end of how things have changed since 2019. So let's go take a look at what the AI trading data has to say about public storage, right? Let's say for example, you're done with being a renter. You wanna move back home with mom and dad. And I don't blame you for that maybe you're gonna be looking at a uh, an inheritance in your future of this house. That's sure it's a lot easier to get by than having to go out and buy your own home. So maybe moving back home is a good place for you. And maybe public storage is a stock that you might wanna be considering if you're moving back home. And we actually got a sell signal back on January 11th, so about two weeks ago, but you can see some tremendous gains right here with a signal return of 89 So if you want to get your hands on these signals that are almost as good as uh, moving out of mom and dad's house, be sure to head to ovtlyrdeal.com to see how you can get lifetime access to the world's greatest AI stock trading assistant for one incredibly low price. So let's see what the internet says about this here, right? Applications for home purchase mortgages in the US rose to the highest level since April, signaling housing demands picking up as borrowing costs now hold below 7%, right? So on one end of the spectrum, people are really struggling to pay their rent. And on the other end of the spectrum, more people are looking to get their, uh, get a home, get a mortgage because mortgage rates have dipped, dipped all the way down to 7%, maybe under 7%. When I got my mortgage in 2016, I uh, I think our mortgage was three and five eighths. So just over three and a half percent. So let's take a look at this here, right? Uh, Bloomberg loves to lie and make it seem like everything is sunshine and rainbows all the time. That's what I've been saying for a long, long time. Where are the rates home below 7%? Who recently purchased home and got below 7%? What lies are this? Real estate agents are finding they have to cr- get creative to protect their own personal bottom line. What are your thoughts on this practice? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna off track just for a minute. We just sold my mother-in-law's house and uh, she passed away in October. It's January, we closed on January 22nd. And when we did, we sold it to open door. Let me, let me just go through the, uh, the, the advantages of selling to open door because we didn't have to go out and find a buyer. We didn't have to make any repairs to the home. We didn't have to make any updates to the home. And we didn't have to find a real estate. We didn't have to put it on the market. We just said, Hey, open door. Do you want to buy our house? Yes or no? Yes. Cool. Here's the price we're going to offer you. And, and so the family was like, all right, let's do it. Which, and it was a competitive market price, so, real estate agents, I think, are in a world of hurt because you've got new entrants coming into the market. And as a seller, I'm looking at this like, why would I ever have to deal with a real estate agent? Put it in the comments down below. Have you sold to Open Door? Have you had a chance to uh, to work with them in the future, or, or lately, or maybe even in the future? I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. And thank you so much for coming to today's Outlier Live. We'll see you on the next episode.